All right, welcome to another edition of It's Still Real to Me. Everything Saslow Show 2.0, of course, is brought to us by our title sponsor. That is Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, If you've been involved in any kind of an accident, you're dealing with a personal injury, I send you to Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're going to be treated like family. They're going to get you the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, Our pal is Joey Levin, my partner here on It's Still Real to Me, as we, I don't know if this is an emergency podcast, it's, it's kind of a bonus episode. Last night was WWE Payback, tonight is AEW All Out. I'm, I'm a very game time decision for All Out. I'm leaning toward getting it. I am. I'm leaning toward doing it. We'll talk about Payback from last night. But I think the main reason that we're doing this show today, because we did a preview show a couple of days ago, CM Punk fired yesterday officially by AEW. And I mean, I got to pat myself on the back because a couple promo clips that I sent out a couple days ago on Friday for the most recent episode of It's Still Real to Me, one of those clips that I sent out was that CM Punk is definitely not going to be fired. And the other promo clip that I sent out was Damian Priest is definitely leaving WWE Payback as world champion. So I had a banner weekend, Joey. I guess that's why we don't write the shows. But, I mean, you're not the only person, I think. I think there's a lot of people, honestly, that are still... It seems like the consensus is he probably needed to be fired. But I think there were a lot of people on your side that were like if it didn't already happen how's it happening now so not the, that that wasn't the hot hottest take to get wrong you know all right so should i should i read the statement here i i guess i, I may as well should yeah I go the statement? ahead sure all right so tony khan put out this statement yesterday afternoon statement from all elite wrestling and tony khan all elite wrestling has terminated the wrestler and employment agreements between phil brooks and AEW with cause effective immediately. The termination was confirmed today by Tony Khan, CEO, general manager, and head of creative of AEW. The termination follows a week-long internal investigation of an incident occurring backstage at AEW All in London on Sunday. Following the investigation, the AEW discipline committees met and later convened with outside legal counsel before making a unanimous recommendation to Khan that CM Punk be terminated with cause. Khan offered the following statement. Phil played an important role within AEW, and I thank him for his contributions. The termination of his AEW contracts with cause is ultimately my decision and mine alone. Of course, I wish I didn't have to share this news, which may come as a disappointment to many of our fans. Nevertheless, I am making the decision in the best interests of the many amazing people who make AEW possible every week. Our talent, staff, venue operators, and many others whose efforts are unsung but essential to bringing our fans great shows on television and at arenas and stadiums throughout the world. So that is the press release that went out. And also, where was it that he mentioned that he... Okay, so I have it pulled up, actually. So last night, Collision started with a pre-tape. So two things. A, it seems that he went out live and addressed the Chicago crowd who booed the shit out of him. And, really? and we're not happy with him. Um, and then there was a pre-tape message to start collision last night. And he talked for a little bit, but the gist of 
you know, he said it, it's, you know, I, I let go of Phil Brooks, whatever, but then he said the incident was regrettable and it endangered people backstage. That includes the production staff who put the show on every week, innocent people who had nothing to do with it. I've been going to wrestling shows for over 30 years. I've been producing them on this network for four years. Never in all that time have I felt until last Sunday that my security, my safety, my life was in danger at a wrestling show. I don't feel anyone should feel that way at work. I don't think the people I work with should feel that way. And I had to make a very difficult choice today. How honest do you think that is? Or is that lawyer stuff so that they could fire him with cause? I think everything other than the life in danger, unless this guy's never left his house. I mean, come on. He felt like his life was in danger at a wrestling show. Unless, yeah, did he think CM unless, Punk was going to kill him? Well, unless CM Punk said backstage, I'm going to kill you. Maybe. I mean, I guess maybe he could have threatened him in the heat of the moment. That part seems like a stretch. The rest of it seems pretty real. He fired him. I mean, so, look, this is the first time in four years of Tony Khan owning this company that I feel like Tony Khan made a decision not as a wrestling fan, as a business. And I know... He's, he's running a good business. It's a great, but a lot of his decisions seem to be very, he's a fan of wrestling. I'm a fan of Daniel Bryan. I'm a fan of CM Punk. I'm a fan yeah. of this. I'm a fan of that. This is the first time where genuinely I thought we were hearing from Tony Khan, the human, not the wrestling fan. So he I think it's real. Been, he must have been so disappointed. Tony Khan must have been so disappointed from the standpoint of the whole situation at Brawl Out last year was such a bad look for everybody involved. It was a bad look for him because he's just sitting there while CM Punk there, right yeah. next to it. Like, you know, so he looked terrible. And then after all this time and deciding what to do, he decides, all right, we're going to move forward. And we're also going to kind of make him the centerpiece of this new show that I'm launching. And, and then to have, and to have his executives, by the way, you know, Kenny Omega, the young bucks, there was probably a rift in that relationship with Tony Khan because of him not ultimately firing CM Punk at that point. And then, you know, the embarrassment that Tony Khan probably has now where it didn't even last that long after he brought him back. I mean, when he brought him back, how many months ago was that? Like four, maybe four months yeah. later, something like that. Where now you have this incident that he has to fire him. Uh, like Tony Khan must feel so, I don't know if feel stupid's the right word, but he, he must be really embarrassed. It feels like there's so much more still to come from this. Um, well, you know, Punk's about to say something like he, well, he's going to say something. There, there's reports that he's going to make a statement. Meltzer and Alvarez have been basically, they said like, there's a lot more to the story that they've really haven't even come out with yet. Like that, and that's they, probably legal stuff, right? And and they've said like they've given they basically implied that throughout this whole thing they've given CM Punk the benefit of the doubt way too much, and that it's way worse for him. That this that I have a feeling that Collision being the CM Punk show was I, I'm starting to think, and I could be you know who knows. That it's that from a Tony Khan perspective, it was less of him wanting to just have a show that was CM Punk's show and more of there's way more go bullshit going on backstage. And he couldn't just fire him without cause or else he'd have to pay him. But people don't want to work with him. So they had to do this. Like, I think this show was going to come either way, it seems like. But it's, it's starting to seem more and more like maybe the CM Punk, it's his show thing was because what else could you do with the guy? It seems like this was bubbling up there. The implication is that the Jack Perry thing is the last straw 
that that wasn't even the only reason that there's more to it, more things that happened. I think the last straw is the Tony Khan parts because there's not much well, to- difference between the Jack Perry part and getting into a fight with there's absolutely. You know, the elite. No, no, there's definitely a difference. There's a difference. Yeah. The situation last year was a mutual thing. It was mutual. The elite approached. I mean, the, the, we don't know the full story, first of all, of what happened because there was no cameras. This time, not only were there cameras, but there were non-wrestling, non-AW employees who right, witnessed right, it. Right, right. So there's way more evidence of what actually happened. But the story of Brawl Out from last year was these two parties confronted each other backstage after CM Punk talked shit and got yeah. in a fight. Yeah. The story this time is CM Punk approached Jack Perry and got in an altercation with Jack Perry that led to other people being in danger. Well, but again, that, of- that's the part that that's the part that I'm trying to hone in on. I, I think it look there. Yeah, yeah, but I'm boy- saying I, but I'm saying I think there were things leading up to this altercation that I think probably from what I was reading today is that there have been things that this has been bubbling up, basically, and that this was the last straw. And yes, Tony Khan's involvement in it is probably the last straw. But I think what I'm saying is like, I think there was some tension from what I've been reading from the reports that backstage things have been bubbling up with punk for a bit now. And then this was sort of the last straw. I think he looks terrible. I really do. I, I he think does. He looks, he looks absolutely like he looks awful. petty. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. It's you know, a bad and, legacy look for him. Bad. I, I, bad, I really bad. think so. And and you know, like I saw some guys come out recently. Like I, I read some comments from Bully Ray, who and I love, I love, I love the, you know, the the culture that old school culture in in professional wrestling locker rooms, which is like where Bully Ray is coming from. And he was talking about, he thinks Jack Perry was really out of line, you know, and that CM Punk is trying to do things, you know, real glass, keeping everyone safe, that kind of deal. But, and that, that Jack Perry was at a lot looking into the camera and saying what he said. But to me, it's kind of like, look, the wrestling world, you know, the, the culture, the locker room has evolved. It's, it's, it's changed over the years. And CM Punk is not in a locker room from, WWE in the mid 2000s. This is a locker room that is a lot younger and you know and we're in 2023 and you got to adapt to the environment. Yes, things were one way back then and now you work over here and you know what maybe they don't do things the way that you always did and the way that all the veterans used to. Yep. But this is where you work now and you got to adapt and I, I just think the whole thing is such a bad look. He comes off as such an asshole when everyone, it was so exciting when he returned. It was like seeing a ghost. It really was. When he returned that night in Chicago, it was like seeing a ghost. And the run's been, yeah, it, the, the run wasn't great to begin with. And now the way that it ends, it's, uh, I, I, think it's I think it's a major blemish for him. The three highlights of his run are going to be the return, the press conference after All Out last yeah. year, and getting fired. Yeah. Can you name a high, like to me? I can't name another highlight. There's not anything over the last two years of CM Punk that sticks out. Like I can't even really even remember like his. I know he, he had an MJF feud. Yeah, I mean, was I it, was at Revolution you know, where he had the dog collar match, and they were all bloody, and and so like that was cool, I guess you know. But yeah, yeah. but I, I think also just. He came in, they made a big deal out of it, rightfully so. Like, getting him was huge. 
seven years out when yeah. he left he left at the top of the game he was a star is a star so somewhat still and um but i think he came in i don't know i guess i, I think people don't like him i you know you see all these videos now like there's a video now that's popping back up on Twitter what from a, around two years ago of Seth Rollins. And it's at like some fan event and the fan and some guys interviewing him. And he's like, there's rumors that Phil Brooks is going to potentially be making a return to wrestling. Would you want to see Phil Brooks back in the locker room? Would you want, and S- Seth Rollins straight up goes, he's like, Philly, 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 Phil, stay the hell away from us. Phil Brooks, stay away. He is a cancer. He's a bad person. I don't like him. Stay away. It's pretty strong. Yeah. And this was like not not that long ago. And then, you know, the Moxley promos are starting to come back, circle back up. And Mox skirts the line a lot of like, what the hell is he talking about? But if you listen to the words he sang in his promos about CM Punk, man, they were like premonitions. Like he had when he was doing his thing with CM Punk, he's like, he had the promo about a year and a half ago where he was like, appreciate it now because he's he's got a fragile body and he's got a fragile ego and he won't be here long. And you know Starting what? Starting to sound pretty true. You know, well, not only that, but how about going back and, you know, we're talking 10, 12 years ago, whatever it was. How about go back to that big segment with in, Triple the, H. in the WWE right. ring with CM Punk and Triple H? Yeah. And everyone's on CM Punk's side. But you go back and you listen to all the things that Triple H was saying, and it really looks like he was spot on. What about the what about the John Cena promo? The John Cena CM Punk. John Cena cut a promo on him around the same time. Uh you you lied to these people. You lied to all these people. You sat there on the ramp and you talked about change and change wasn't ice cream bars and change wasn't good things for the guys in the back change was CM Punk becoming a star. And that was the promo that punk that Cena cut on him in WWE. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously these guys say things that are true to life because they're trying to get reactions from each other and they're trying to get, but like the fact that there are all of these promos now that people are reposting and all these videos coming out, it starts to all make sense in your mind. Like maybe this really is just this guy. And and do, and do we ever get to a point where he actually looks in the mirror and says, you know what? No. Maybe I was wrong. I don't like, think are so. Are we going to get to a place in 10, 15 years from now? Is he going to have the Mia culpa? I don't think so. I think he's done. Oh, I think, I think he's, he's done absolutely too. done. Oh, I think he's done. Well, too. I mean, people are like, where is he going to go? What's he going to do? And and here's the true testament to the popularity of CM Punk. Of like, because I've been saying this now, whether he's going to get fired or not, he's not popular. I know wrestling fans think he's popular, and that's fine. I get All it. Right. I, he, well, in wrestling, I guess my what I guess my point is, is like in wrestling circles, he's popular. He's People not a like mainstream him. name. He is not a mainstream. But, but but if he goes anywhere other than WWE, no one gives a shit, and it fails. He like if he goes to TNA, no one's watching. You're not watching, right? Because no. I'm sure as hell not watching. Um, and no offense to them, it's just like I'm not going to seek out another. T- if he goes to NWA, NWA does some cool stuff. I'm not going to watch it, you know, um, but like, I'll tell you what, if Jericho went, I would. So it's just, it's sort of like one of those things where is he really that relevant anymore? No. So I think he's done and I think he's done for good because he's a weird guy. Like, I I don't think he, for a guy who like claims or talks all the time about the history of the business and the Bret Hart stuff and how much he loves the business. 
I don't think he cares that much about the business. I think it's starting to seem like he gives a shit about CM Punk, and that's pretty much it. Does it mean anything to you that Survivor Series is in Chicago All-State Arena? No. Zero. <laughs> I mean, they, 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 I mean, it would be crazy. It would be one of the it's craziest things in zero history. 0% chance. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Zero. I agree. And, and it, can I tell you another thing that sort of encompasses how little I think CM Punk means to the overall product of AW? Mm-hmm. Last night on Collision, when Brian Danielson came out, and they announced that he's going to fight Ricky Starks at All Out. I was way more excited. It's a great move. I, like, thank, I was, thank God they're not doing actually doing a Ricky Starks Ricky Steamboat. I know, but like the plan was CM Punk Ricky Starks, yeah, yeah. and for a title that meant nothing, for a storyline that was really going nowhere. I really no, you know, I wanted to see where that storyline was going. I really did. Yeah, but but, but Ricky Starks wasn't going to win. They right. weren't taking it off CM Punk. Right. Um, I am right. whether I watch it or not. I'm not watching it live because of the Florida State game. But whether I watch it or not. I'll watch it after the fact. I'm way more excited for this. Brian Danielson coming back was unexpected. And you know, at least at a minimum, and this is a testament to him, whether you like his character or not, whether you like the Blackpool Combat Club, whatever, it's going to be an awesome match. It's Brian So Danielson. is he coming back as babyface then? Because Ricky Starks is definitely heel. Here's what this strikes me as. Tony Khan made a call and said, hey, man, I need you. Yeah, I need definitely. you bad. Because yeah. why wouldn't he if he was healthy enough to fight this week? Why wouldn't he have fought it all in? He's definitely not healthy. There's no way he's fully healthy. Yeah. So, the, th- so this match is not going to be it's not going to be a slobber knocker. It's going to be physical, but it's a strap match. So they'll they'll use the strap. It's a way know? for them to keep it from getting yeah. too crazy. Yeah, because the report was that he was going to be healthy for Grand Slam, which is still a while away. Mm-hmm. And now he's back. Um, well, good on him, man. Team player. Oh, it's you know? it's great. I mean, listen, it, it, you know, it seems like as much as shit as I give Moxley and sometimes Brian Danielson about their characters in these situations for AEW, these are the guys who tend to, who have been stepping up. Like now, Moxley and Orange Cassidy are the main event, and you know, Brian Danielson steps in for the Ricky or for the Ricky Starks thing, and it's cool. And now, you open the door to allow the people who actually matter on collision to matter. Like yeah. there's, there's so the, the many crowd reaction. Those are going to be interesting tonight. Um, I'm interested oh, in what the crowds could be, yeah, like. but they were in Chicago last night and you know what? Collision was great. Collision was a good show last okay. night. They didn't hijack the show. They didn't boo. They didn't go crazy. And it was a very good show. There okay. was a lot of good, there was a lot of good stuff on it. And I, they popped for Brian Danielson coming back. Um, they F the, the main event cat or Dax, or Cash versus um, Jay White. Great match. Yeah. Young Bucks came out. They set up that thing for tonight. I thought last night was a really good show. Yeah, Christian I'm... Christian Cage is the absolute savage of wrestling. I mean, he is... Did you see his promo from last night? No. Did you see his promo from two weeks ago with the kid Nick Wayne? Yes. You know, Christian's thing now it's is rough. like... Making Talk about money. your dead dad. It's well, rough. that's his thing now because he did it. He did it with Wardlow. Amazing. And he did it. He did it with Brian Pillman Jr. He did it with Wardlow. Amazing. So last night he goes, Nick Wayne, I apologize last week when I was talking about your father. I forgot to ask you your mother's name. <laughs> and they're like, oh, and he's like, I saw that she was sitting there in the front row and she's not here tonight. So maybe I'll slide into her DMs and I'll take care of that. <laughs> it's just Jesus. like this guy, he's it's crazy. I know he's amazing. Uh, he's amazing. He's amazing. Yeah. Um, and the, his but the cadence too of the way he's talking now, he's like a 
he is a complete psychopath and it's, yep. it's really good. Yeah, um, he, no. he really gets old school heat. Everyone hates him. And yeah. it's not like one of those deals where, you know, it, it, sometimes it's cool to like the bad guy. Like yeah. even even MJF, when MJF used to come out when he was a heel, you know, he's a piece of shit, but there are some, you know, the scumbag, but there are some people who at least know when MJF walks the ring, all right, this shit's going to be funny. I'm into it, yeah. you know? But yep. Christian walks the ring and it's like, this guy is such a piece of shit. I hate his guts. Everybody yep. hates him. Yep. I, yeah, but I will say, I just think, I think last night was a testament to how, you know, the fact that it was in Chicago last night, the crowd didn't hijack the show. They had a really good collision, a go-home show. They set up two matches for tonight, the Brian Danielson match and then the acclaimed, the acclaimed with Dennis Rodman in their corner. Um, I'm so not for here for the Rodman stuff. It means nothing to me. Well, can I can I tell you what's weird about it to me is Dennis Rodman's a heel. Like Dennis Rodman's a heel. Not in, in Chicago. Um. Well, yeah, in Chicago when he gets on the mic and the first thing he says is, "This is my first time in Chicago in 13 years." They were like, "What? Like what? Okay, cool. Like like I, they didn't seem to give a shit." They they were they were more excited to see Jeff Jarrett come out, which was which is great. So I like to me it seemed like if you were gonna have Rodman in the corner of the faces, so tonight, unnecessary having. But it there. seems like he should cost them the titles and turn on them because he's a maybe heel. Will. Maybe will yeah, but they just they just won them last week and they got new belts. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, but they have new belts. They're not losing those for a while. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was a good show, and I think the fact that it was in Chicago and it was a good show is a testament to the fact that. It won't matter. Crowds are going to be fine. I'm going to wind up buying it. I'm, I'm going to watch it during the football game as well. I'm, I'm going to wind up buying it and watching it live. Yeah. It just it is what it is. And it opens the door for a for a because like Dynamite has Adam Cole and MJF. It opens who's going to be the guy, right? There's that there's a spot now for the to be the like the guy of collision. Collision, yeah. Um, and I don't think it's Brian Danielson. I guess it could be. Uh, I I think it could be Danielson. It could be, but also I think. Hangman could be. I think you could. Jay White needs to be the biggest heel. Like, there's so many possibilities that it opens up. Just kind of get. I think moving Punk out of the way opens up a lot of stuff because they have so many good guys on their roster. I'm fine with it. I liked the story with the real world's champion, but overall, like, I I, I never thought they should have brought Punk back in the first place. I thought it was crazy that they were bringing him back in the first place. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's talk about payback from last night. Payback was good, Absolutely. man. Payback was a fun show. Yeah. So let, let's let's go through the matches here. You know what? Let's start out with LA Knight and the Miz. I like this match. It was it was long. Uh, most of the match was just fine, but I really dug the finish. I yeah. thought the finish was good. I thought I, I thought the pace really picked up toward the end. I liked the stuff with Cena, where Knight yeah. was uh, you know face to face with Cena. And now all of a sudden, the crowd like didn't know who to cheer for, and then you got. And there was a moment in the match when Miz hit Skull Crush and Finale. I'm like, I can't believe that Knight's going to lose again. But he kicked out. They got you. He yeah. kicked out, you know. So LA Knight wins. Huge win for him, even though Miz never beats anyone anymore. But huge win for LA Knight. And then I, and they got me again. I thought they were going to set up maybe an LA Knight uh, John Cena program there when Cena took off his shirt yeah. And then instead he got the rub and he raised his hand just like he did Cody Rhodes a couple months ago. Yeah, I think a lot of people thought that that it was going to head that way, but it wouldn't have made sense. LA Knight's the biggest face in the company. Cena's not going to be a heel. Like, 
it, it, it would have been weird. I mean, it, it would have been cool to see them have a match. Also, by the way, the segment beforehand, Miz and Cena was great. Really good. Like just Miz just burying him and Cena just taking it like a champ. It was, really it was, good. it was good stuff. Um, Like I, you know, I always complain about like older guys and this and that in AEW, but man, Miz and Cena in a ring in 2023. I love it. I, give me more of that. They're both so good. Um, And yeah, I, I thought the match was fine. This, some of the Cena stuff, it, they were sort of, they were sort of hinting throughout the match that like LA Knight was going to attack. It's like something was going to happen. Like, especially with like the rope breaks, like Miz would, would break the count immediately. Mm-hmm. And then LA Knight would go past the five count and Cena had to like put his hands on him. So they, they that was cool. They, it was a little long, but it was a good match. I liked it. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know where you go from here with LA Knight, but I like that they keep putting him over with, with big stars, you know? The uh, the U.S. championship. I thought Theory was going to win it back because I didn't understand why he was getting a rematch if not. But then it's like, we need to get to a place where we get Dominic busting on Ray again. That Dominic, he's the North American champion and Ray Mysterio is just the U.S. champion. Like, I totally forgot about that part. Like, we we have to visit that, don't we? Possibly, but I also think, I think you're right that eventually Santos just has to turn on Ray. Yeah, yeah, eventually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I can tell you, I this this show, there were two decisions in this show that made it. This show is pretty di- for for the shortcomings that it had coming in. No bloodline that we knew of. No Cody Rhodes match. No Brock Lesnar match. Gunther and Chad Gable inexplicably on Raw instead of on the card. This was as close to perfect for the circumstances as it could have been. There were two decisions on the whole card that I was like, all right, this, this kind of this takes it down just like a tiny bit. It was still a great card. One was the women's match, which we'll talk about. One is whose decision was it to have PWO merchant, like to have city specific LWO shirts? Oh, because I think that's the end of the whole gimmick. It's done. You can't have they were in Pittsburgh, so they came out wearing PWO shirts. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't even notice that. Terrible. Like, I think that might be one of the worst things I've ever seen in WWE. That's like what they used to do with Brock Lesnar in every city. It would be Suplex City and that, they would have the name of the city. Well, that's cool. But like, <laughs> that that's, but that's Suplex City, but that that's fine. But like LWO, if you're an LWO fan, buy an LWO shirt. Yeah. If not, what Pittsburgh World Order, what are we talking about? Here? Yeah, what does that mean? And now we're going to, we're going to do this in every city. You know what it looks like to me? That's- it's like, you know what it looks like to me? That looks to me like, well, not everybody's Latino. And we need to incorporate everybody. So let's just have a shirt for every city. Well, we know no. Joaquin Wild is not Latino. I know, I know. But it's just so um sorry, that was my little side thing because I don't I didn't know if you noticed the PWO I thing. The, the, it was I was like, come on, that is the word. And to me, that's like signals, all right. LWO that that actually signaled to me like maybe LWO is gonna be done soon. Cause like if these well, are the that, ide- that would mean Santos turning on right, I'm just saying, but if these are the ideas that they're coming up with now. PWO, like uh, maybe it's jumped the shark a little bit. Um, Can I tell you what my favorite part of the night, though, was? My favorite part of the night, Grayson Waller effect with Cody Rhodes and seemingly out of nowhere. Because I said, you know what? This is probably where, like, I see the headline during the day. uh, Interesting name spotted in Pittsburgh, but I don't click on that shit, you know? So I'm watching it. Do you know who the name was? uh, Well, I'm guessing it was Jey Uso. No, the great Muda was there. Oh, who fucking cares? So well, I was, people thought that that meant that Nakamura was going to win. 
oh, well, I was guessing that it was Jey Uso after seeing what took place last night. And then Cody announces that Jey Uso is now going to be on Monday Night Raw. That shit was awesome. I love that they each have their own theme songs now. We saw this the night before. And I love what they did with Jimmy the night before. He has his own theme song. He wants out of the bloodline and like blood in, blood out. Solo Sikoa says you're out the bloodline when we say you're out the bloodline. And then he tries to prove himself again to Solo at the very end of the night. I like that. And now Jay, you have on Raw, he's gonna he's gonna totally move on his own. So I like that they're gonna try and have Jimmy get his shine on his own. They're making stories just for him. And Jay, massive pop, super over comes to the ring. And you know what I was thinking as he was headed down to the ring? I'm like, dude, if you got any smarts in your head, you do the thing. You yeah, the, the thing. thing with, yeah, he did. Got, it, of course. You do the thing. You do the thing with the two arms over your head. You're coming up and down, up and the down. Bobbing the crowd, Bob. Yeah. And then he gets on the ropes and he did the thing. And I was like, yes, yes, yes you got to do that because the crowd loves that shit. And the Pittsburgh crowd was excellent last night anyway. Yeah. And yeah, you got to do the thing. And so that's his thing now. And he's super over. It was my favorite Dude, part of the night. That's going to be if, like, when, when he go, when they go into the Hall of Fame, because the Usos are going to go into the Hall of Fame. Like in the video packages talking about their careers, the wide shots of Jay yeah. Uso, yeah, with the crowd bobbing, yeah, that's going to really be in all the packages. It's, it's really it's going to be a big part of his career, I think. Which seems silly, but it's going to be a huge no, it's part really of his good. career. It's, and it's by the way, deal. and we were we were discussing, you know, previously, how do we get, how do we delay Jimmy versus Jay till WrestleMania? Put him on Here different brands. Yep. That's there you go. That's your answer. Yeah. Although you may get them at Survivor Series. It doesn't seem that way. Raw versus SmackDown? No. Oh, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's possible. But they not one on one, though. Right. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't guess know. maybe. Maybe. Uh, let's talk about the women in the steel cage match. I don't know what your thought here was. I best enjoyed. Ever. I enjoyed best the women's, match. Best women's cage match of all time. It was really good, right? Yeah, no, I, I'm being genuine. It was it was a great match. It was really it was good. A great match. Yeah, liked for, it a lot for a, for a feud that went on way too long and it was ready to be over with. This was the perfect. Ending. Well, and think about the week that they had because yeah. Becky versus Zoe on Monday night was fucking yeah. awesome, and then they finished it out with that cage match. It was great. We haven't had corrections in a long time, so Victor, if you're out there, maybe you can confirm this. I think there's only been four women's cage matches in the history of WWE television, pay per views or Raw or SmackDown. We had Charlotte and Sasha nope, Hell in a Cell. That's Hell in a Cell. I'm talking oh, about you're not counting match. that. No, no, no okay. I'm talking about cage matches. Okay. Just talking about cage matches. Uh, I don't know. And yeah. three of them were Becky Lynch. No, I looked it up today, but I don't know if I was looking up, if I was looking at it incorrectly. Because okay. I was like, this has got to be the best cage match, women's cage match ever. And good. then I was like looking to see other ones, and there, there really aren't any. So, so Zoe, Zoe's still heel. This was just her way of breaking her away from Trish. I guess. Yeah. She has to be. still be heel. She has to. Yeah. She has to. Yeah. And now love, Becky Lynch really loved and, now, it. and now Becky Lynch, I guess, goes to NXT. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. This Tiffany Stratton's a major star. And yeah, yeah I, I like what they're doing there. It's really good. I still think Trish can go after Rhea. I think coming out of that, she looked great. By the way, she still may be the hottest woman on the roster. She looked incredible last She's night. She's amazing, man. She's amazing. And everyone loves Rhea. She's amazing. really a face. I think you could do Trish Stratus and Rhea next. I think you could do it. She's wow. Uh, Rhea's amazing. That match was really good. I I, 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 didn't I like don't... it. That, this was my only other issue with the night. Really? I thought it was. Here's the problem. It was in the wrong spot. 
It was in the wrong spot. It was right before the main event, right? Right, but you know what? I agree, and, and let's see if you if you have the same. I'll, well, you know why? Up. You know why? Because they gave him the shot. They gave him the shot holding all the gold. Yes, and then she had exactly. to defend the gold. Exactly. You know, so it should have judge... that her match should have been before the tag and, and match. First of all, the yep. tag match was awesome. The street fight was awesome. No, but you're right. It gave away the winner. She should have been yeah. before the tag match. You're right. That that and then you bring back Jay Uso. And then you have that match. The The air was out of the building. You're right. And we the, knew that Rhea was going to win. You're right. The match was a little long and it wasn't as grudge matchy as it should have been. Like these two hate each other. They have this, this, and they lock up. Well, you know, we talk about this. I hate, hate when they lock up, when yeah. they hate each other. Why are you locking up? Just beat, the, you're the two biggest women on the roster. You're the two most physical. Just beat the shit out of each other. It should have been like a five minute match where they beat the dog shit out of each other. Well, and also Raquel. And I think it would have been more impactful. Raquel was super rusty. Uh, she, she, like, she may have been gassed because there were several spots in the match. And look, I know Rhea's a big girl, but there were several spots in the match where she, she couldn't pick her up. Yeah. You know? the, that being said, it wasn't a terrible match. I just think the placement, if you put it earlier you're in totally the night, right. if you put it earlier in the night, you're in a much better spot. You're hundred percent right. hundred percent yeah. right. Uh, tag match was great. Uh, I love that awesome. Owens got busted so open. Cool. It obviously wasn't supposed to be on purpose, but that's, that's. You know, that right there, as opposed to what AEW does, that's a good use of blood, even though they didn't do it on purpose, where it's like, yep. yeah, this is a big physical match. They got weapons involved. It's like, oh, shit, Kevin Owens is bleeding. You know, like, the, the hockey jerseys, the, yeah. absurd, the whole thing yeah. was absurd, and it was fun. And that swanton bomb that he did, I thought he died. I thought I hated it. I texted my brother. I was like, it I was hate those so spots. dangerous. Oh, my God. But can I can I also throw out there, great Terry Funk tribute? Yeah. Griff's off the shirt. They put the trash can on the head, hit him with the kendo sticks. That's a tribute to Terry yeah. Funk right there. That was awesome. Great match. Love the finish too, JD, man. JD McDonough, is he in? Is he out? Gotta be he, in, man. I don't know. We'll see. Love the finish. Love the shot of them with all the belts. Great and... shot. I mean, it just, I was thinking about it when the shot happened. I'm like, yeah, Rhea still has to fight tonight. Yeah, I wonder why no one thought of that. It was it's, so obvious that, yeah, now... You could have ended this, honestly, you could have ended the show with that shot. I mean, I know you have to have the, the the world title, but, man, that shot was so... That's what everyone's been sort of waiting for, is that yep. shot. Yep. And then she still has to fight. Well, that's like, why oh. I thought Finn was going to win the title last month, because for that shot. Right. I, I, and also, by the way, if she wins earlier in the night, it makes it even more effective that yeah. she... Inter it, it makes it even more effective that she interfered in speared KO. How cool was that? That was a great it was, spot. It was a cool spot, but also yep. like to me, I'm like, wait a minute. I know she really wants them to win, but also she just speared KO through a railing and she still has to fight. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like the, that, that was my, that was my biggest gripe with the night and what was overall a really good show. The uh, main event. I was, I, I thought it was very good. Yep. I, I, I can't believe it's Shinsuke Nakamura's first ever pay-per-view main event. And it's like, and it's not done. And it's he's, not over, and by he's the way. so damn good. And, and so I loved it that we finally got to see him work like a 25 minute match, the way they used to have him in NXT. And it's like, this dude is so good. Like, can we yeah. have more matches with him like this? And apparently after it went out the air, he attacks Seth Rollins. Yeah. They put it out. WWE, okay. WWE put it out. So it looks like it's not done. So so we, we'll probably get him again. I mean, fast. Well, then I, I still believe that. I'm still sticking to it. I believe this feud ends with Damian Priest cashing in. I don't think so. I, I got to be honest with you. I don't think he's. I don't think he's a world title. I don't think he's. I don't you think, think he's, he's going to blow the cash in. I don't know. I just don't think he's the guy. I Is just he going to lose it like Otis? I, I don't know about that. Um, or Corbin? Didn't Corbin lose it too? 
Was it Corbin? No, Corbin cashed in and lost it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Otis yeah. actually lost the briefcase to Miz. I could look. I could see Damian Priest losing it to Finn or something. Like I, I or JD McDonough or JD McDonough. I don't know. I just the moment was back was uh backlash. Backlash was the moment. Like that between that and when he won Money in the Bank, those were his peak times. I think. Judgment Day has continued to get better, but Damian Priest as a singles act champion, the steam has come off it a little bit. It's right. just me. It's just me. All right. Yeah, um, for me, for me though, overall, my favorite part of the night was Jey Uso. He just he was such a huge star in that moment. It was a good surprise. But overall, as far as individuals who I thought looked like the biggest stars for me, it was Rhea. Rhea was amazing last. She she just looked incredible out there. To me. I think because I I didn't expect very much out of it at all. The cage match was maybe the highlight of the night. I really thought it was good. it was an an incredible match. Like mm-hmm. and some of the bumps they were taking were ridiculous. Um, and then the shot the shot of them holding all the gold was probably the best part of the night. For I mean that was incredible. But this is becoming a Triple H thing, where this is becoming like a theme of his reign as create as the head of creative. What? pay-per-views that are not supposed to be good end up being great oh yeah that's like, cool you're just like you're just like oh this is kind of a throwaway paper right. no bloodline no code but and then it ends up being an awesome it's like backlash it was like yeah. oh no roman uh whatever it's and then backlash was incredible yeah. this one we were thinking the same thing it's like oh no roman no no cody great show so what do we got next we're in september is there a show at the end of this month uh, is it Fastlane? i don't know what the t- the date is for Fastlane. wwe Fastlane is october 7th okay so there's not so going to be another away. pay-per-view this month then yep. yep okay and so fast lane and then survivor series yep all right all right yeah. there you go and fast lanes in indianapolis all right very good cool. uh this was fun i'm glad we did this today man it was a really good show like i said i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna watch all all out tonight so what the fuck else am I doing? yeah i mean uh, what i'm gonna watch but we probably i will react to it next week yeah, 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 I'm not doing it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing a podcast bar react all. That's not it. Uh, all right, great job, Joey. We'll talk to you next week then, man. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. We love wrestling. We'll talk to you all next weekend on another edition of It's Still Real. Too.